Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why exactly. I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language of Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like <laughs> having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful, okay? That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime, and you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. You will say Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. Were you reading something? Yeah, I got distracted. <laughs> and and page six exclusive, Elizabeth Moss moving to Upper West Side near site of Rick Moranis assault, which is the most... You say this a lot. It is the most page six headline because it's it is. They know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're doing. Also, but it's also rude. Notice this, this piece has two bylines, two iconic bylines. They're like, got to get someone else in the room for this. <laughs> well, someone did the reporting, someone did the writing. Yeah. I mean, it truly isn't interesting that Elizabeth Moss is moving to the Upper West Side, but they could have used like other landmarks, you know, like Zabar's or something could have been interesting. But no. Is that on the Upper West Side or is that the Upper East Side? I always mix it up wherever Zabar's uh, is. It's, it's, the up it's, it's up the there. It's up there. It's up there. Yeah. I mean, they could have said near the site where Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks meet at the end of You Got Mail. Don't cry, shop girl. Don't cry. And the dreams <laughs> that you I wanted it to be you. Right. Yeah. Riverside Park. Riverside Act Park. like they this really sad Rick Moranis assault is like something that we all know as a people, like where that happened, you know? Well, I just, it's very sad that Rick Moranis came back very recently in that cell phone ad for Ryan Reynolds' phone. God, is, you know, even, is that even that a, phone? I know, but is that even a so comeback? Phone. Is that even a comeback though? Well, he was on television for the first time in forever. And so okay, it was like, fine, wow, Rick fine, Moranis fine. is back. And then suddenly he gets punched by someone in the Upper West Side, yeah. when it rains, it pours. Sounds good. I really got to get a phone. So why am I here? I'm just a huge fan. 
Anyway, um, when asked for comment, Elizabeth Moss told Page Six, I what? (laughs) (laughs) What else is funny? Also funny in Page Six, while we're like on the topic of those Page Six people doing things that really only trigger me, they had a great piece (laughs) that has basically no information and like one source, you know, like one guy who's talking Mm -hmm. shit about how there's a rivalry between what's left of E! News, which isn't much from what we've described, and Access Hollywood. I guess they're filming (laughs) out of the same studio but also like who's filming anything anywhere whatever the point is is that it had one bit of information that cracked me up the person says the e people consider themselves to be the cool hip crowd who look down on access as being something of a fusty relic according to the insider for example you'd never see a story about far from trendy country star garth brooks on e but access would lead with a a garth brooks story do you think that that's true would Access Hollywood lead with a Garth Brooks story? I'm sorry. Who was the E source from this? Who's like, I know. we consider ourselves to be cool and hip. Garth Brooks? Where did Garth Brooks come from? <laughs> like, who was this old person being like, well, for example, Garth Brooks? It's like two spinoffs, Daily Pop, Nightly Pop, that I think they're talking about, which both are on... I think a pandemic hiatus anyways. I'm just so confused as to what is even, when this even was said, what this even is from. It's like very confusing to me. Mm -hmm. Well, Daily Pop and Nightly Pop are still on the air. And then they're also like uh, podcasts. So I think they must be, they can monetize Daily and Nightly Pop. I think that's why they still exist. Yeah. I don't know. I just can't imagine watching E! or Access Hollywood in 2020. I know. I don't even know how I could... I don't I know, know how I go about doing that. I can get the podcasts easily. I can find Daily Pop and Nightly Pop. We're in the same category, entertainment news. Where do I, How do I get my news about Garth Brooks, though? What's the story they're talking about? <laughs> well, according to this insider who probably gets... Is probably on the NBC Universal payroll, Access Hollywood is where you get all of your Garth Brooks news. I know if I want Garth Brooks news, I head to Food Network and just, like... Watch Trisha Southern Kitchen until he shows up. Because he'll show up. I don't know, Bobby. I think this is like the Watergate of sources. Like, I think that they like met in some sort of like dark parking lot in LA at the top, you know, and it was like masked up and like disguised. And they were like, I'll give you a comment, but like, you have to keep me anonymous. And it's this comment, (laughs) all for this comment. It's just like I'm imagining the actual relationships between these people are like you imagine them constantly fighting being nasty to each other based on the story but here it's like if they pass each other in the hallways or the bathroom it's like hey aaron (laughs) hey mario hey morgan like they don't care as if they wouldn't both lead with the same fucking story about Gigi hadid's baby like get out of here both of you i would love a garth brooks lead story but access hollywood and e would totally lead with the same fucking story you know at this point if garth brooks if Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood got divorced, they both lead with it. Okay? Yeah. They both yeah. lead with it. But they're not. They're happily married. So don't even. Okay? Garth and Trisha have good songs. Their breakup, not that I want them to break up, but if they did, headline writers, lead writers would have the pick of the litter with song title puns. She's no longer in love with the boy. Trisha and Garth split. <laughs> what would be yours? Well, Thunder Rolls in divo- in Nashville Divorce Court. How about that? Ooh, Thunder Rolls in Nashville or, Divorce uh, Court. Uh, how about, um, how about, we're going to need more friends in low places, Garth and Trisha uh, divorce or something like that. Like, he'll need more friends. He'll need that friends in. Well, I guess. You do one. God. He'll need friends in low courts. Low courts? <laughs> uh, no. What is the, what is the, what is the. 
what is that Chris Gaines song that we love where that's in the gazebo? Oh, that's not streaming that anywhere stream. except for on a YouTube video where people do two two step dances to it. Heaven knows. So it would just be called Heaven knows. Like what they'll do with their assets. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's not how headlines work. You can't sing about. Okay, we need to continue our journey through this episode. There's one more bit of breaking news, which is that I wouldn't call this breaking. I would call this like breaking my will, breaking my spirit, but not quite breaking, you know? Sporty, a.k.a. Mel C, a.k.a. Melanie Jane Chisholm, a.k.a. That's it. That's all she's known as. She isn't actually sporty. (laughs) She isn't actually sporty. She was talking to Attitude Magazine, which is also quite funny. And she said, quote, I'm really bad at sport. And because this is a U.S. publication, in brackets, they added an S. (laughs) They put an S at the bracket. I'm really bad at sports. That's so insulting. (laughs) I'm really bad at sports. We are the worst culture. Oh, can you add the S on? She means means sports. sports. She's not not getting it wrong. That's how they say it in the UK. Okay, so I'm really bad at sports. That they just say sport. Optional S. Like sporting. Explaining. My hand-eye coordination isn't great. I'm shit at tennis. I'm terrible at golf. I was always rubbish at football. I like that she used a different uh, adjective for each of those. It's where they didn't put soccer in brackets after football just for the idiots out there. <laughs> no, because they didn't realize that's what she meant. Attitude absolutely thought she meant regular football. Oh, that's um, true. They're the like, wannabe songstress. Mel C is not sporty. Wow, I feel like I've just been betrayed so many years of believing this woman was sporty. So that's what's up on that side of the pond. Let's stay on this side of the pond for one more second because I do have a GC3Z clip. It's the GC3Z I'm not even joking. I mean, how do you then get rid of the robot? Do you burn it? Do you send it off back to the robot station? Like, there's loads of different things that could potentially go wrong if the robot's got consciousness. How would you guys feel about having a robot? Email me, thegc at bbc.co.uk. As usual, there's so much relationship news. There's new relationships, broken relationship, weddings, engagements, fake engagements. It's too much. It's all they do these days. And one of them is, my favorite story of the week is um, Joe Judice is dating a lawyer after finalizing Teresa divorce, which is just a funny headline in and of itself, Teresa divorce. So I clicked on it because the photo is very weird. He's like in a leather jacket. Oh, because their last name's already in the headline. So they yeah. they didn't want to say Joe Judice is dating a lawyer after finalizing Teresa Judice divorce. They're like, we yeah. know you know who Teresa is. But like, it's just weird to have Teresa by itself as if we know who Teresa is. After finalizing Mother <laughs> Teresa, Teresa I guess she's not alive. But yeah, okay, sure. She, I guess she's the most famous Teresa after Mother. Wait, so it's Mother Teresa, <laughs> Teresa Judice, Teresa... Teresa Judice. Teresa... <laughs> Name name another Teresa. Name another Teresa. Teresa Palmer. Oh, okay. All right. Maybe she's sure. Do I not okay. know any other Teresas? And? I don't think I know any other Teresas. That's it. That's it. For a while, it was just it was just mother for well, a while. Well, there's Therese from Carol, but I think that doesn't count. 
Well, and oh my God, Mother Teresa famous birthdays. I'm going to die if Mother Teresa's on. She's on famous birthdays. Oh my God, <laughs> stop not. it. Hold on, wait. Okay, I have <laughs> it open. She, Close it. She? Close your tab if you're on it. I <laughs> Okay, fine. Just, just I want. Okay, just what? What? Just How? The entire. Is she number tab, one, Teresa? The tableau of this, of this, like the profile page where it says <laughs> Mother Teresa, religious leader, and it's this old black and white photo of Mother Teresa smiling. <laughs> Birthplace Macedonia. Birth date September fifth, nineteen ninety seven. Oh, that's death date. Death date nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, I was like, she's not that. She's young. A, she's a zoomer. <laughs> Mother Teresa on She's TikTok. Gen Z. Um, look at all these poor people. I'm not going to help. It says birth birth sign Virgo. It says most popular. She's number 30 to 11 under most popular. Born on August 26. She's number 14. <laughs> people born on August 26. She's number 14. <laughs> you know who else was born on August 26? Kiki Palmer. She's number six. Melissa McCarthy's number 13. <laughs> Mother Teresa's number 14. Oh, okay. wow. Um, Okay. Okay. Then we have born in Macedonia. She's number one. <laughs> she's the number one most famous person born in Macedonia. That's good to know. She's also the number one Virgo religious leader. <laughs> there okay. are 48 of them. There are 48 of them. So she actually had a lot of competition. Uh-huh. There's number 48 of them. Yeah. Um, other other Macedonians. Okay. Let's see. This is work. falling but down wait, a then there's quickly. This. Yeah. Born in 1910, she's number one. She's the number one most famous person born she in is. 1910. And then, uh, Makes sense. Teresa. Oh, there isn't even. That's it. Religious leader, she's the number three. Can you name the two religious leaders ahead of her? Okay. Absolutely not. Oh, in general, Jesus Christ is ahead of her for sure. Is he on there? Jesus is, the Jesus is not on here. No. The Pope is number one. Okay. Which one? The current the Papa, current. current daddy, Francis, Francesco. Um, Francisco. Malcolm X is number two, religious leaders. Mother Teresa, number three. Saint Got Nicholas, it. who died in 343. That's 343. He's number four. <laughs> Martin Luther. Martin Luther. Yes, that Martin Luther is number five. Yeah. Um, Joel Austin sure, sure. is nine. Um, this is boring. So anyway, so Joe Judice. <laughs> it says Joe Judice is dating a lawyer after finding a finalizing divorce from the like second most pa- famous Teresa on the planet, Teresa Judice. And I was like, what? Okay. So he's dating a lawyer. Okay. I click on the photo. Cause it's kind of funny. He's like trying on a leather jacket and his arms are fisted like Arthur. His hands are fisted like Arthur. It's very strange. Yeah. He's got that Arthur fist. He's got that awkward Arthur fist, awkward Arthur fist. And he says, quote, and of course he talked to us weekly for this quote. Oh, I'm on, actually seeing a lawyer. He said, She's helping out a lot here. It's good because I have a lot of things going on here and she's putting together a lot of deals for me. We've been seeing each other, you know what I mean? I wouldn't say that we're boyfriend, girlfriend, but we're hanging out a lot. Okay. That's, <laughs> he's just, he's, that's just what a lawyer does. He's seeing a lawyer. Like they extrapolate, like they turn this into, they interpreted this as a, a romantic relationship. Joe Judice needs a lawyer and he probably needs one that he spends a lot of time with because this divorce is complicated because it's international and between two rich but- people who have legal troubles, pre-existing legal troubles. He's spending a lot of time with his lawyer that doesn't mean they're fucking. Well, it's just funny because when you when you see someone, when you're seeing someone, it could mean you're dating. But also when you're seeing a lawyer, it also just could mean you're visiting a lawyer to get their legal advice. Like literally, that's like the, the, see, the verb seeing could mean both of those things. So it's so funny that he said we've been seeing each other. Like, yes, like, yes, Joe, you've been seeing a lawyer. But like, <laughs> it doesn't mean that you're dating that lawyer. <laughs> 
they were like, you know what? Just, just make this uh, a dating. Make this dating because the only other news we have is about a beef between Access Hollywood and E News. So we need something spicy today. We this need is, something this spicy. This is just funny because it's like, I wonder if Us Weekly was like, oh, you're Joe, you're seeing a lawyer? You're dating a lawyer? And he's like, I wouldn't say we're boyfriend and girlfriend, but we hang out a lot. <laughs> it's so funny. We hang out a lot. Unreal. And they're like, Joe Judice is dating it's a like, lawyer. No. Me, me, Joe Judice's lawyer, like, I'm just trying to do my job. Like, what's going on? Well, I've been seeing my therapist for about seven years. <laughs> the talk show host asked if the pair are living together and whether his new gal pal has a key to his apartment. But Joe said <laughs> no. He's like, again. Joe's like, you don't understand. I'm just seeing her. I'm like going okay. to see her for... <laughs> Moving on. Oh, God. Moving on from Joe Jujice to Michelle Trachtenberg. Speaking of people seeing people. <laughs> Michelle Trachtenberg is seeing her agent, but we mean seeing in the biblical sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are seeing a lot seeing. of each other. I've been seeing a lot of him. They're dating, and he, he's her agent, which I guess, that I was going to say conflict of interest, but I was like, no, those are the same interest. It's like, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually perfect. What could go wrong when you're dating yeah. your agent? It's like, it's true. She's interested in getting her work. He's interested in getting her work. It's It actually matches up, you know? Mm-hmm. It's her Gersh agency partner. His name is Jay Cohen, which is just the most generic name I've ever heard. So off the mark, uh, uh, Jay Cohen is dating Michelle Trachtenberg. And she did a little joke. She did a little joke. Did you see her little joke? Did you notice that Us Weekly ran out of things to cite her as in the end? It ends with the human kind of alum. What is the human kind of? They ran out of Gossip Girl. They ran out. They didn't even say Buffy. They ran Bride Wars, Mad Money, Two for the Money, and then the human kind of. Anyways, I'm just saying. Then they have to say the ice ice princess actress. Lindsay, it's pretty offensive that you don't know what human kind of is because it's an animated web comedy. It's an animated comedy web television series that premiered on Facebook Watch in 2018. Okay, so how do you not know about the animated comedy web television series that premiered on Facebook Watch in 2018? The the human kind of alum sparked engagement rumors on Friday, October 9th, after posting a photo of herself wearing a diamond ring on her finger. Quote, I picked the right one. One eye closed, one eye open, tongue out emoji, lightning bolt emoji, ring emoji. She captioned the selfie. (laughs) The Ice Princess actress added, now that I have your attention, I know Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and I will be very happy together. Hashtag vote. She did a fake out. 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 Catherine Foster and David Foster. Yuck. pregnant. She's prego. (laughs) Aren't you glad that now everyone, because of this, like, rep- like she's definitely a Republican thing, which we definitely all knew, is now, like, a thing that we all know. Everyone can engage with the yuckiness of this with us, you know? At first, we were kind of, like, over here being like, yuck, yuck, yuck. But, like, now everyone's kind of like, ew, 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 you know? Yeah. We're all together. It's especially nice for us because, like, we never particularly liked this person. She was embarrassing. She was embarrassing. She was like yeah. faking an identity, clearly using some like random gay person to do all of her social media because how could she know all of that? You know, um, she was a pandering yeah. person. The only thing we liked about her was hi, my gay boys. And even that was a joke. It was silly. It was stupid. It was bad. So like everything about was her was funny, like artificial. Though. It was funny. It was something sort of there was always something a little like icky dicky about her relationship with David Foster. And now 
We can just, we're like liberated. Yeah. We're liberated from any sort of like awkwardness or um, uh, uh, hesitation. Like it was, it was kind of difficult for us to talk about Catherine, Catherine Foster, excuse me, Catherine McPhee, because she like made us kind of uncomfortable. We were like, something about this is icky. But now I feel very liberated. Now I'm just like, she sucks. She's going to have one of those kids where it's like her kid is going to be younger like it's going to be the aunt of a kid who's older by significant amounts. Mm-hmm. Like this kid's going to be born an aunt, you know, oh, or an yeah, uncle. Yeah. Like, like Joe if Fox. they have a boy, like, like, Joe the, Fox. like it will be very, it'll be very FOX. Like Catherine and David Foster's new kid will be significantly younger than David Foster's other kids, existing kids. And it will be their mm-hmm. aunt. Very. You've got males. Oh my God. My second, you've got real reference of the yes, episode. You know, I don't really think that he could be your nephew. No, 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 it's true. Annabelle is my aunt. Isn't that right, Aunt Annabelle? Uh-huh. And Matt is... Oh, wait, 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 let me guess. Are you his uncle? No. His grandfather? <laughs> his great-grandfather? I'm his brother. Matt is my father's son. Annabelle is my grandfather's daughter. We are an American family. And she has not commented on this. This was written about by Heron Walker and Jezebel, like put all the receipts in here. She hasn't commented on it, but the the fact that this story has not been taken down makes leads me to believe that it's fully true because otherwise they could just like, they could do a cease and desist or whatever. She's never going to comment about this. There but, is no way that but she's going to comment is, about this. But what I'm saying is because she hasn't commented, I just assume that it's true and not just a mistake. Like, Catherine McPhee donated to the Republican Party in summer 2020. We're not even talking about 2016, which would still be awful. But to in the summer of 2020, in amid amid Black Lives Matter protests, Catherine McPhee is like, you know what? I'm going to give $500 to the Republican Party. That's a good way to spend my money. So, like, fuck this person and fuck Meghan Markle and Harry for hanging out with them. I was going to say, it's very... Is it themmy energy for David Foster and Catherine McPhee to hang out with Prince Harry and Meghan? Or is it very hooey energy for Prince Meghan... Sorry, Prince Harry and Meghan to hang out with David Foster and Catherine McPhee. I say the second. Meghan's... Meghan got back to LA and her her who origins, her who roots are showing through when she's, like, going to a steakhouse in fucking Montecito with mm-hmm. David Foster and Catherine McPhee. And like they've been friends for a long time, right? Catherine McPhee and Meghan Markle have known each other since they were teens or something. They went to the same school. Well, the story is like kind of funny because it's like they did performances together, but they yeah. weren't close. But then they like got close when I think probably Catherine McPhee realized that Meghan Markle was like famous like her, probably reached out. Famous like her. Like it's, it's a little bit of, it's a little bit of an, of a, yeah. of a rewrite of a, of an old story. And then I think when they were looking for housing they helped or maybe they stayed <clears> in their house or something like that I hate this no, I, hate I hate all, all of it. this I and, hate this and, uh, Montecito yeah, just, where's Oprah get Oprah involved don't go for fucking <laughs> David Foster and Catherine McPhee Oprah lives there mm. or near there that's just gross yeah. and um and and also to know the way that she's like playing the the press and the way that it's working where it's like well, she's like, well, now I can reveal, I'm going to reveal my pregnancy earlier than I thought because I have to like cover up this bad press I'm getting for donating to the Republican Party in 2020. And so it's, and it's working and it's I mean, working. Wouldn't be it's the first working. time. It wouldn't be the first time that something like that was, some, was covering up something like that. <laughs> yeah. Totally. It's working. It's totally working. A little happier. Uh... L King, daughter of Rob Schneider. <laughs> 
is engaged to uh, Dan Tooker. Singer, I'm sorry, singer of X's and O's. Don't take that from her. Yeah, she has true. that X's one song. And O's, it's good. She's engaged to a tattoo artist from Boston. From Boston. That's it. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's it. it. Then there was this in page six. Who is Kristen Harper? C-H-R-A-S-T-E-N. Who is Kristen Harper? Jared Goff's model girlfriend. And I was like, bitch, who is Jared Goff? <laughs> what? I don't know who any of these people are. It did give you a clue at the it's tagged NFL Wags watch, which means he must be in NFL. He's a quarterback on some team. Whatever. They're boring. Okay, who cares? Uh, Larsa Pippen is dating this. someone. Who is this? No, that's the thing. She's not. Did you read any of this? So you remember that show, Too Hot to Handle? No. I never watched it. I think no. it's... I think it was like a Netflix reality show, whatever. Or maybe it was British. I don't care. Anyways, there's a guy on it or a guy who was on it named Harry Jowsey, who's 23. And he went out to dinner with Larsa Pippen, who is former Scottie Pippen, Kardashian adjacent woman. Oh, yeah, I think they like ousted her for some various reasons. We still don't really know the answer. And honestly, I feel like we don't care. She was on um, Selling Sunset briefly. Remember, she wanted a house. And And she was like, I need space for all my cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they go out to dinner and everyone's like, are they dating? She's she's 46. He's 23. And then in this E! Online article, it says in another plot twist, which is insane to say it like this. Social media expert Shiraz Hassan was spotted at the same dinner date. The entrepreneur claims to have a masterclass that helps make brands famous. His business account later shared video from the outing on Instagram. So it turns out this guy who is out here basically promoting this like fake date he put it on instagram he wrote disruption guaranteed shiraz larsa pippen and harry jousey hashtag fame hashtag fame by shiraz and it's like this guy has been around forever he was a paparazzo he opened millions of milkshakes which now, as I'm reading all of this about him, was basically just a front for his like celebrity business, meaning mm-hmm. like becoming a con like consulting with celebs and doing like social media and all of that. And he started Hollywood.tv, which was like kind of a shitty adjacent. Like, like basically, he was one of the first or one of the early paparazzo who you could call and who would show up versus just showing up. Do you yeah. know what I mean? He's in. He's in. This is Paris. He's in This Is Paris. He's one of the people cited in This Is Paris. He still works with her. So they're like on the plane together in that scene. Tom Cruise, Shiraz is the American dream. Congratulations to you, Shiraz. This is Clint Eastwood, and Shiraz is connecting Hollywood to Bollywood. So there. This is Jerry Bruckheimer, Shiraz, connecting Hollywood and Bollywood together. Hi, my name is Catherine Zeta-Jones. Shiraz, you have the number one show in Tinseltown. It's hard to find anything that was like written on an actual like website with any type of actual like reliable journalism that wasn't written by him so i did find something on fort from fortune magazine from a long long time ago i think it's from 2003 about him and how he got started and what's so crazy about this guy who's now sitting in on dates with larsa pippen and some guy from reality tv is that he's selling a master class about like how to be famous um how he got started was that he said he would show up at places and and talk to publicists and say, I do Bollywood reporting, Bollywood news mm-hmm. reporting. And if they talk to me, I will get them known in that huge industry. But as it turns out, he was literally lying. Like he had never been to South Asia. He does not speak Hindi. And he doesn't even really like Bollywood. He just used that as like an in. 
you know? <laughs> and he got celebrities to be like, hi, I'm Brad Pitt. And like Shiraz is like my go-to for like celebrity new. Like he got so much. And then after all of this, he like opened millions of milkshakes. And that was one of the first times Kim Kardashian ever went to Dubai was to like op- help him open this or do a, a appearance at this milkshake store. It just it goes so deep, this guy and like who he's connected to. Yeah. You know? And also that's like that's the exact like that kind of lying, sort of like low stakes lying where even when people find out about it, they're not mad. That's like but it's hard to do if you have ethics. Like it's the exact type of person who would become this famous in this industry. Like you need to have this exact mentality. I wonder that I wonder if his like influence has diminished in the past few years, but because everyone knew him for, you know, over a decade and he was sort of like quote unquote important for over a decade, he will just like continue living off of that forever. Like they'll be like, Okay, you gotta talk Probably. you gotta talk to Shiraz, like you gotta talk to him just because he's around, blah 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 blah. Like it'll never go away. Yeah. Like there's photos of him yeah. recently on a red carpet with Jennifer Lopez. And it's like, why are you doing this? And it's probably because some publicist was like, you got to. He's a he's a requirement. Uh, totally. And also like, yeah, I, I got to say, like millions of milkshakes was like the OG um, candy, candy factory, factory, sugar factory, sugar sweet factory, factory. Yeah. sweet sugar factory. It was he basically opened it as a front to everything else that he was working on. Like millions of milkshakes was essentially just like a ce- almost a celebrity front. And then he ended up selling it to some Chinese investment group, which I'm sure he made a bunch of yeah. money off of. So the guy kind of like had a has a real rap. Wild person, a wild story. There's not much out there about him, but. It's it took me on a crazy ride. So this guy is at dinner with these two, clearly implying this is like a fake setup. And he's like, this is his like case study. It's like I could just take two random pseudo famous people and bring them to dinner together, even if I'm with them and people will write, are these two dating? Or like and they will and they will. And he's right. They will. And maybe this is just like stage one in a larger thing about Larsa Pippen and Harry Jowsey. Like, what else are they going to do? What, is, what did he tell them during that meal? You know, what did what were his recommendations to these people? I know. And people are still hiring him to tell them what to do, to tell them, oh, I'm going to set you up with my other star, Harry Jowsey mm-hmm. or whoever from Too Hot to Handle. We don't even know how long Shiraz and Larsa Pippen have been connected because maybe... He is the reason that she got a little cameo in Selling Sunset. You never know. Oh, I'm sure. And also think about it. If she's connected to Kim and Kim's connected to this guy and has used him before. And if connected, he's connected to Paris, who's still using him. He's literally on her documentary. Like, it's all a small world. Um, Next one, Phil Collins (gasps) is having some drama with his wife. Yeah, well, no, this is important. We've talked about this woman before because they broke up and got back together. Remember this whole thing? A long, 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 long time ago. A long, 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 long time ago. For Phil Combs to be in the news at the same time as Lily Collins is like Emily in Paris is kind of interesting. Like, I wonder if this is kind of why also it's being, maybe not. I don't know. I think they're just, I think he's just messy. Oh, It's really messy. Like, Phil Collins was living with his wife after they'd broken up or after they'd gotten a divorce. Well, they got married in the 90s. And he, after he divorced Lily Collins' mom, he started dating the woman who was like his translator because she's, yeah. I, I couldn't figure out what language it was because she was born in Switzerland, but she has like Thai background. So it's like, I'm not quite sure if she was speaking. I'm not sure what language she was speaking, but they met on this tour. So then yeah. that happened while he was still married to Lily Collins's mom. Okay. Then 
they divorce and he like immediately marries this woman and her name is Oriane Sivi. Sivi? Kevi. Probably Sivi. They get married. They yeah. have like three kids on their own. And he's she's much, much, much younger than he is. They meet whenever she's like 20 or 21. She's not um, that much but younger. But they met when she she's was... She's not as much younger as you'd think. Yeah. Yeah. They're, she's 23 years younger than he is. But they met when okay. she was 21. And so yeah. they have this relationship that lasts a very, very long time. There are plenty of photos. You can like Google photos of, you know, Lily Collins with this woman. Like she was part of the family. There didn't seem to be any drama. Then they have this big, big, big divorce battle uh, in the early 2000s. And obviously it's a big deal because he's so rich. Phil Collins is so rich. Not only does he have Genesis money, he has Disney money. So he has a ton of money. She moves to like from their home in Switzerland to like Florida. Then they get back together in 2016. And it's like, oh, wow. That's probably when we talked about them last. Because it was like, wow, they had this tumultuous divorce. She got all this money from him. Yes, yes, she yes. started dating this young hunky banker. He dated someone else. Then he like got really injured at some performance or whatever and had to walk with a cane or something. They get back together. They say they're going to get married. They never do. Then they break up again. Whatever. She's since remarried someone else, but is still living in the house in Miami that I guess they bought together. And now he's like, bitch, get out of my house. I'm going to evict you from our Miami house. Well, she went on a quote unquote business trip to to Las Vegas and mm-hmm. she got married mm-hmm. and then came back and he was like, OK, you can't like live in this house if you're like literally mm-hmm. married. Like, no, absolutely not. Yeah. You know? I- and then and now it's very messy because he's like trying to kick her out of the house. And now with the and now, you know, obviously the law is involved. The law. The law. And I think like when it comes to evictions, like every state is so specific and weird that it's probably just gonna be this crazy battle that'll end with her being like, you know what? Let me just keep the house and like take X amount of money from me. But apparently, like, she won tens of millions of pounds in their divorce that she has allegedly like spent. And on bad investments. And so now she like lost all this money that she made in the divorce. So that's like a new hiccup in the whole thing. Mm. Yeah. So it's like very, it's very complicated. But I, after putting all these photos of her and like Lily Collins at red carpets and stuff, I was like, I am so much more interested in her story than Lily Collins. And I was thinking, this is a bad joke. I'd rather watch Oriane in Miami than Emily in Paris. How about that? I mean, honestly... Emily in Paris sucks, so I'd rather watch like How literally is... a s- screensaver than that show. But um, yes, I'd much rather watch. About How did Oriana that show just dominate everything? Everyone I'm seeing talking about it is like, "This sucks," and I can't stop watching it. Bored. People are They're bored. Bored. Uh, they're bored, and Netflix is a disease. Did you okay. watch it? You didn't watch it. So many people got married. Of course I did. Of course I did. I have the disease. What does she do in Paris? She's like social media. She's like, bonjour, everyone. It's me, Amelie, like, jam boots. Like, she goes to a French class and they're like, jam boots. Boots, like, actual boots, mm-hmm. like, boots that you wear. She's like, jam boots. And then everyone's like, Emily, you're so hot. And, like, you're so American. Like, what's the deal? And that's the whole show. No. What do you mean, no? Impossible. But why Impossible. Non, pas, pas possible parce que parce que j'ai pas les bonnes bonnes pièces. Je dois acheter un écran. Non, wait, wait, vous, wait, vous. Uh, s'il vous plaît. Hi, can you come talk to my plumber? It's an emergency. Good morning, Gabriel. How are you today? 
Good morning, Gabriel. How are you today? Asleep. Thank you for asking. I was having a very nice dream, and this American girl banged on my door and woke me up. Or maybe I'm still dreaming. Uh, you're not still dreaming. You're wide awake. Don't let him leave until he fixes my shower. Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm going to correct this ad because I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I used Pretty Litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit, they're not going to smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It was like 70-something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed, or in my Pull case, under out. the bed. Your linens, sweeties. The lin it's time it's linen season, honey. Oh, oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses, I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like Ooh. everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jacket sweaters and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh, and it's warm. Ooh. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be, somewhere mm -hmm. in the middle. You and know? you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By by partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to you. I hate middlemen. I and hate Quince middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. A lot of people got married on 1010, which is very funny. Four couples we have in here. Four couples got married on Saturday. Four. Famous people. I'm sure regular people got married on 1010, too. Oh, yeah, plenty of regular people did. But a lot of famous people got married. Two housewives. One nepotism. Cynthia Bailey got married. Cynthia yeah. Bailey. Then we had uh, DJ Mustard. Then we had, who else? Who's next? Oh, Kelly Dodd, the other housewife. The other housewife. 
Then we had Robin Williams' son, Zach, got married. Zach Williams, yeah. God, this is like one boring thing after I another. Know. No, I think I like Cynthia. I like Cynthia. I like DJ Mustard. I, DJ Mustard, Mustard on the Beat. I know about him. Mustard on the Beat. Um, and That's him. Yeah, and then Kelly Dodd married a Fox News person. I don't give a shit about that. And then the Rob Williams' son thing that's, is kind of just sad. Robin Williams, like, that's always sad, sad basic not even famous enough kelly dodd no thank you gross the only thing interesting is that like zach didn't do this and really neither did dj mustard i think because the wedding seemed so small there are a lot of like instagram stories from um dj mustard who married his girlfriend uh chanel and so they got married chanel theory they've been together for a long time so it's kind of it was almost kind of like the least exciting one because they've been together for a really long time and they have kids and they've been engaged for like two years. So like whatever. Yeah. The wedding was very small. It looked like right. maybe a dozen people were there. You know, DJ Mustard is called DJ Mustard because his real name is Dijon. His real name is Dijon. Yes. His real name is Dijon. So he goes by he goes by DJ Mustard. Mm-hmm. Also, you know what his first you know what his first mixtape was called? Ketchup. Ketchup. Uh, I just love sticking Ketchup. to <laughs> sticking to a uh, a brand. Just like stay on the condiment space. I appreciate yeah. that. Mustard on the beat. There was a there was a very short period of time where mustard on the beat home meant like you had a good song. Mm-hmm. It, it was on every like, song. That was in, a lot of Miley songs. Okay, mm-hmm. what else? Who? So what, uh, what else? Their wedding. Here? Everyone, did, what everyone I'm saying had is, safety measures. Where blah, I'm getting blah, blah, at is, yeah. DJ Mustard and Chanel's didn't really go into the safety measures, and I think the reason they did it is number one, they were like, we're not gonna pander, and also there weren't a lot of people here, so it's like doesn't even look like look crazy. There were mm. hundreds of people, or I think. 250 people at Cynthia Bailey's wedding. So half of the coverage of Cynthia Bailey's wedding is like, just so you know, we did everything we could to make this safe. People got the exclusive on their wedding and they got the exclusive on all of the quote safety measures put in place safety for the wedding. Safety details. I feel like, <laughs> like I feel like oh people wrote God. more about safety measures than the actual wedding. No, I think that's true. Probably if you did a word count, there's more about the safety measures, which is probably part of the deal. She said... First of all, not to be, again, whatever, but I'm going to read you a quote. And think about if you would choose to get married mm-hmm. right now. Not get married. Have a wedding. Think about would you choose to throw a big wedding right now. Quote, usually my concern before the wedding would be more focused on a lot of the aesthetics of the wedding. However, because we are getting married in a pandemic, the focus has turned to do we have the thermometers for the temperature checks? Do we have sanitizer stations? I mean, would... Uh, what? How? What? Why would you? Why? Why would, would you? you? They're spreading out chairs. Everyone, you know, there was it was going to be outside, but now it's inside because of a hurricane. I mean, no one can dance. They're doing a deep oh, clean. Oh, people dance. This is so oh, I saw videos. People danced. Born. Oh, oh, they did. Dance. Mm-hmm. What's okay. so strange about the videos? They're all wearing matching masks. Well, only sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh Zarin. Oh, great. Z- Jill Zarin made the masks. Great. Another housewife made the mask. I'm just like. This is so. It seems, it seems too stressful to be fun. That's what it is. There's no fucking way. And like, there are probably people that want to go to this wedding but don't really want to mm-hmm. because they feel uncomfortable. And then you have that whole drama. And I'm sure. And this is not just like for famous people. This is everyone mm-hmm. who's dealing with this stuff right now. And I just find it so like, I find it a little bit frustrating that people still want to like go have big weddings when it's like i want you to have a fun wedding don't have it right now delay that shit wait yeah all right whatever um but they get i i mean i just think the most interesting thing about the cynthia thing is that it's very clear it's just one of the clearest instances of a tabloid really liking a person because 
when I was looking back on other stories that people has written about Cynthia Bailey, like they're all just overwhelmingly positive and it's tons and tons and tons of press. So of course they would get the follow-up story that's the people exclusive. Here's every single fucking thing Cynthia and Mike did to make their wedding safe. So it's like they got the gold star treatment. Well, do you think they're like, we'll give you the exclusive, we'll talk to you about this wedding if you're nice to us yeah, and write probably. all of this like safety measure stuff. But I guess also it, it is also pandering to people's interests because people are interested like we are in like kind of gawking at all of the like kind of ridiculous things you have to do now to have a wedding like this, a celebrity mm-hmm. wedding, essentially. Yeah. It yeah. says... uh Mm-hmm. Wait, where was the line that was? Oh, it says, but spreading out chairs isn't all the couple is doing. Ahead of the wedding, Bailey, 53, and Hill, 50. Oh, she's Real Housewives of Atlanta, and he's a sportscaster, so he's a TV person as well. Hired yeah. a team from Saniture, fa- mm-hmm. Saniture Facilities Maintenance, Inc. to deep clean the venue with a professional cordless electrostatic handheld sprayer. It's like, what are all of these details? It's a press release. <laughs> Wait, are you fucking kidding me? Cynthia hired a place to use a cordless electrostatic handheld sprayer? Queen. Like, icon. But the the thing about the videos, and I think this is the thing that's going to go down as, like, really fucking eerie and weird after all of this. When you go, when you look at the videos of this, it looks like a normal wedding, but, like, asterisk. So, watch the video, and they're, like, dancing together, and he's doing, like, a lot of, like... He's like on the floor. They're doing the thing, you know, where you like remove the garter. They're doing that sort of whole mess, like like being very sexy. Mm-hmm. You know, like the the part of the wedding that gets too sexy. Straight weddings, I mean, straight weddings when st- traditional straight weddings that are all like buttoned up and religious, and then suddenly like there's like a moment where it's too sexy, and you're like, where did this come from? Gay weddings get sexy too, but it's oh, not as like gay weddings are so to, new. Like, they st- haven't gotten com- They haven't gotten comfortable yet. Like straight weddings okay. are out okay, here true, being true, like, true, oh, true. guess what? We're gonna fuck tonight. Well, you're right, because it's like, it's it'll be like, the- oh, I'm giving my daughter away. And then it'll be like, take off my garter with your mouth. And it's like, these are both traditions <laughs> yeah, in like weddings. It's yeah. so weird. So I watched the video of the like too sexy moment happening. Yeah. And I was like, this is so weird. And then you look in the background and there's all these people watching and holding up their phones. And maybe half of the people have masks. And that's not a judgment call. I don't know like what's going on. But visually, it's just very strange and uncomfortable to look at people wearing masks at your wedding and not even some people, like only half of the people. Like what's going on here? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's not even about how safe or not safe it is. It's just like, yeah. it doesn't seem like fun. It doesn't seem fun. It's not fun. What's fun about that? Okay, we're talking about housewives. So we should skip right to this new housewife from the housewife, the new housewife from New York. That one. Oh yeah, let's go to the new housewife. We'll do okay, ba- but we'll do banana after. We'll do banana after. after. So there was a fake out housewife and then there was a real no housewife. I mean, the the first story, the, the way that this story came out, the waves that it came out, the first way was it leaked or was was leaked that the producers of Real House of the producers of Real Housewives of New York were like, we have to diversify the show. The show is too white. We've been on so long. We've never had a non-white person on here. We're going to fix this. Yeah, well, especially New York, New York. Which yeah, is, New York which is like it's just, ridi- it's, it's just it's sort of yeah. it's ridiculous on all the franchises, but specifically New York, it's like this is sort of unconscionable. So they release the the leak that they're going to diversify imminently. But if you ask me, do any of these women on Housewives have black friends or any like diverse friends who aren't white women? I would say no. So it's funny because it's like it's one of those things where a lot of the ways that they get women on this Through show friends. is one of the women who's already on the show will say like, oh, my friend, oh, my friend, oh, my friend. Like these women have no people in their lives that are not other white women. So like it it doesn't surprise me that they 
that they have to actually work at this, which like sometimes you do. Do you know what I mean? It's a fucking yeah. TV show, not just like these women hanging out. And I feel like that's not even speculate. Well, it is speculation that we're saying that, but like, you're right. Like if it were, if it, the easy way in is just to call their friends. And if they can't do that, there is a problem. So now they have to outsource it. Yeah. And yeah. the first story was that it was this woman, uh, Bershawn Shaw. And she's like a motivational speaker. She's this like, She's like a, a journalist, but her whole thing was like a, many years ago, I don't know, like 10, 12 years ago, she was diagnosed with breast cancer and she survived. It was stage four breast cancer and she survived. And after that, she sort of like turned a new leaf and became like a writer and a motivational speaker. And she went to grad school at NYU and she was like, I got, oh, she has an MBA. So she was like, this like changed my life. I'm a motivational speaker. And she became famous in those circles, sort of like Brene Brownie, um, uh, and uh, who's the love warrior? Glennon Doyle, whatever. Glennon Doyle-y stuff. So she yeah, kind of went yeah. into that realm. <laughs> who's the right? love warrior? And she was also yeah. on a reality show on OWN that was just like one season long. So she has like TV background. There are stories saying Bershawn Shaw rumored to be the new cast member of New York, going to be the first black cast member. Then come to find out like a week later, it's like, no, the first black cast member of Real Housewives of New York is this woman, Ebony K. Williams, who was like a big TV pundit. And she's confirmed by Bravo to be the new one. And then it turns out that this other woman, Bershawn, didn't test well. Like the rumor in the TMZ story I read was like, she filmed scenes, but then they demoted her to, they don't call it friend, but it's like you were saying, like, she basically is going to get the friend treatment. She's not going to be an actual No, cast it member. is friend. It is friend. Because when they put them on, when they come on friend. the show, when they, like, come to an event, they'll say, like, their name, but they'll say, like, friend, friend. of, or just, like, friend. Yeah. And sometimes that so happens Bershawn's to women who have friend. already been on Housewives. They'll come back and they'll say friend. This is, Ebony's, Ebony's really interesting. interesting. She was, like, a host on Revolt. Remember Diddy's, like, channel? I think it might still mm-hmm. exist. I just don't know. Yes. It still exists. TV. It still exists. She was a long time host post on that show on that channel mm-hmm. and recently left and now kind of does her own various hosting things and now and now her latest photo is her posing with Leah Leah who's the younger kind of cooler new housewife that everybody likes to talk about who maybe does have some black friends I don't know mm-hmm. and they're now posing together in a photo and it's like let the games begin and it's just like it's going to be an interesting dynamic not just because of like race but also just because of like age like they're adding these new young women in all till housewives and all of the women who are already on it are much older and much like you know they're all they do is talk about how young and like honestly like slutty the young women are on the show and they yeah. kind of bully them so we'll see what happens we'll and see we'll new see york what is happens. like isn't i mean correct me if i'm wrong i i watched new york for a minute but like new york is absolutely like the most toxic franchise right like it is the oh, nastiest yes. one. So like easily. easily. People always get added, then they get thrown to the wolves. Like it, it this is gonna yes. be interesting and like a humongous disaster, probably. Like it's just because it, every new yes. addition to this cast, it always ends up being a problem because these the the OG people are utter nightmares. They're terrible. Yeah. And so it's just like. Yeah. And that's why it's like not even necessarily fun to talk about housewives because we're talking about TV personas. We're talking about people who've been produced. We're talking and they only get like reported on about things that happen on the show sometimes. And that's very boring. And so Mm -hmm. we're talking about kind of casting because it does shake up the show a little bit and makes it a little bit more interesting. A couple more things to say about um, Ebony. One was that Cynthia Bailey was from uh, Cynthia Bailey, who just got married, was asked, was asked about 
Ebony Williams, and she just goes, this people headline. Again, she gets nothing but good people press. Cynthia Bailey's fiance, Mike Hill, is friends with new Real Housewives of New York star, Ebony Williams. Quote, she's smart. Um, so that's the line they got from Mike Hill. The other thing is, she is like sort of famous because she was on Fox News, as in like the main Fox News, for a while. She was like a commentator for mm. them. She was kind of like their like token moderate she was like an independent and Mm -hmm. she'd be on to like have a counter like um, uh, a dissenting opinion sometimes about things she was like i'm not i don't choose a side like Mm -hmm. i'm a registered independent blah 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 apparently she didn't even vote for hillary she like i wrote in i didn't i wasn't gonna vote for trump and i wasn't gonna vote for hillary but i was like why were you fucking on fox Mm -hmm. news and she said she's had to deal with this her entire career people being like why would you go on fox news and she said it was challenging but i knew that i didn't go there to be comfortable let me be clear i did not walk into fox news to be comfortable i walked in there to disrupt and like you look at her history and it's good but that's good i guess that's good practice exactly (laughs) it's like the exact vibe that you want and she has all these stories and i guess in 2017 she criticized trump like really openly on like some segment and got so many death threats that she like it basically was the um the time that like her time that the, her time there shifted where she was like I can't do this anymore and then she quit and she was like Fox News is so toxic and terrible she goes in the breakfast club a lot like there's probably a clip that you'll play here from her going on breakfast club and telling them like she wrote a book called Pretty Powerful Appearance Substance and Success and each chapter had like somebody somebody famous she had, she had somebody like write about it alongside and what chapter 3 is Mean Girls with Insight from Megan McCain number chapter 7 is Trial by Fire with Insight from Marsha Clark yeah. <laughs> chapter 9 The Evolution of Pretty Power with Insight from Judge Janine Pirro so she's like within this group of I would say like the view oh, adjacent yeah. commentators I'm sure she had options probably have auditioned for or appeared on the view yeah totally like when totally. she couldn't get on the view they were like well let me try Housewives the the thing is like this energy <laughs> someone who was a black woman who was on Fox News for a long time or like a couple of years I know is it's gonna like be a the, good show I guess it <laughs> is the sort of like temperament you need to deal with Real Housewives of New York women like if you can deal with like I don't know a Megyn Kelly type you can deal with Bethany Frankel I guess although she's not even on the show Luann <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you're gonna need that sort mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. defensive but also extremely confident energy to deal with these people it's fast it makes me want to watch one episode but of course I always mm-hmm. say that and then I watch one episode and I'm like this is misery and then I never watch it again Dorinda you were upset that Ramona went to a party that Donald Trump Jr. hosted and his girlfriend tested positive for COVID right after that party Ramona's not going to tell the truth. And I know because I, went to I have friends. after a party. She was, was mad outdoors, I was wearing a mask. six feet away, and I stayed there for about. an hour, and then I left. Okay? But you're not supposed then to I be left. in places where you gather. There's rules and regulations that we're meant to follow. Yeah, I wash my already. hands. It doesn't I wear my mask. Matter. And God knows how many people you gave it to. I tested today. Here you go. The I have point, the, I don't that's have the point right there. I don't have the virus. That's the ignorance. I don't have the virus. I can't stand anything. I don't have the virus. It's ignorance. I don't have the virus. You're unvirusable. I thought you did have the virus. I had it in February. D-E-N-A-N-A. What will the 
things to do today. Coffee, rocks, daily tasks, only sometimes wearing masks. B-O-M-A-N-Z-A, it girl and a divorcee. There's banana news? That's one of my There's just enough to play the song. And most of the banana news, most of the banana news is centered around other people, by which I mean all the banana news is centered around other people. The first one is centered around Jacob Elordi. And so he's doing press for like himself and he's doing this interview with mm-hmm. um, E about like his career and how he's known for these like YA things. And he's trying to improve his perception as like an adult actor. And he says, probably my favorite experience of recent was making deep water and to kind of step back and watch these like Titans of film, make a movie. He's talking about Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas. I could just sort of linger around and play a small role and, you know, be involved in a movie that I would really watch and enjoy. They are such wonderful. And then they ask them straight up about Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas. They are such wonderful performers and they've really earned their stripes. Jake's Jacob says of the co-stars and real life couple, we'd sit and jive a little bit, but I mean, what? probably just watching what they do and seeing how they do it as a lesson in and of itself. It's just like, Oh my God. Don't act like you were like taking notes. Jacob Elordi is should not be commenting on no. this. <laughs> They're like, don't comment on it. <laughs> it's also funny, like that people think like Jacob Elordi himself is like somebody that people care about the gossip of. I think he's still dating isn't he still dating um um Crawford? Oh, Kaya Gerber, yeah. Kaya Cindy Gerber. Crawford. <laughs> Cindy Crawford. Yeah. Cindy Crawford? That's what they he's want. He's dating you to think. That's Cindy what they Crawford. Want you to think. Okay. And yeah. then um, okay, same they were like, then. I'm oh, just kidding. no, they had to ask all the sources. How's Jennifer Garner doing? Which I think is a fair what? question to ask. So what? No, it's not. <laughs> right. So um, I think this was the Hollywood life. You I think that's the a Hollywood fair life question. with someone in touch. <laughs> they were like, we got to see how Jennifer's doing. We got to oh see how Jennifer's doing. God. And so okay. someone asked a source, hey, you know, Jennifer, like, tell us how she's doing. And the source says, Ben and Anna might join them for a Halloween stroll around the neighborhood, meaning jennifer and the kids violet seraphina and samuel and it says jen is happy that ben is doing well the kids like anna so there's no drama there life is good which is extremely me thinks the lady doth protest yeah, too much love that. jen is happy that ben is doing well the kids like anna there is no drama there life is yeah, good yeah i'm sure it's sure. great do we believe them i guess <laughs> i don't know so that's banana not much not much, not much. i mean we imagine uh, what happens when we skip much. it there really isn't anything um, um okay what is next <laughs> Girl, look at this. Hey Google, text my boyfriend, why are you being so shady? So, that's a message to your boyfriend saying, why are you being so shady? Ready to send it? Should I send it? Baby, no. Sometimes I'm like so over social media. Like, could we go back in time, like to the 1800s? I bet the girls back then didn't have to deal with any of this. You probably died from dysentery. What's dysentery? Yeah. I think my grandma had it. Mm. Bibi, you're 31, so you'd probably be dead by now. Thanks, Charlie. I love you too. Life expectancy, so. Do we care about Bibi Rexa and Doja Cat time travel as they struggle with their own jealousy and baby I'm jealous? I wouldn't video? care about them separately, but I would care about them together. Did you see, did you hear the phone? I forget if we played the call, but somebody called very color you're doing amazing cleaning. Maybe I'll put it here and they just repeat it over and over again. There is no BB news, BB Rexa news this week. There is no BB Rexa news this week. There, so you don't have to talk about her. There is no BB Rexa news this week. You don't have to talk about her. Hey, Lindsay Bobby, just calling to say that BB Rexa didn't do anything this week. So there's no reason to mention her. Again, just uh, calling to say that BB Rexa did not do anything this week. So there is no need to mention her. Um, crunch, crunch. But you know what? There is BB Rexa news this week and we do have to talk about her because. BB and Doja paired up and did a 
did a music video and song with the likes of Charlie D'Amelio and that YouTuber who I always forget. What's her name? Nikita Dragon. Uh, they did a video. You watched it. You heard the song. There's too much going on here. First of all, it's so it's so yeah. crazy to see like a real music video with like dancers and scenes and outfits. You're like, what was this? Like, how did this come together? I mean, this must have cost mm. the same as like a small film or whatever. I mean, it is a small film, but you know what I mean. And they yeah. sing this. Uh, well, you know what they yeah. did. What? Well, what they did was they hired Sanitary Facilities Maintenance Inc. to deep clean the venue with the professional cordless electrostatic handheld sprayer. That's how they got the Doja Cat and BB Rexa video ready to go. What do you think of this song? It's fine. I don't. Li- I don't really okay. like it. <laughs> do you like it? Did you like um, it? No. It. Uh, no. Not really. I wanted to. Maybe it'll grow on me, but I haven't listened to it again. Yeah, I wanted to, too. I went in with an open mind. I usually do with BB Rexa. I went with an open mind. Also, for some reason, I read it as in my head. I forget what the song goes like, but it's I read it as, Baby, I'm jealous. But it's like that, but like, like, the, <laughs> like the Demi song, but like that's not it, right? Yes. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Mm, that's it. Yeah, that's really <laughs> that's literally it. No wonder you didn't want to talk about this. It's just, it's sort of like on on paper. It's just one of, I mean, the, the thing about it is that you hear that BB Rexa and Doja Cat release a new song and they put in, in the video, Charlie D'Amelio and Nikita Dragon. You're like, that's... If you need... It's too, it, It's the trend. It's the trend if top. You, it's the trend also, top. Also, if you that's need what it a five-second Charlie D'Amelio cameo to, like, sell your music, I'm, like, grown. You know? Like, if you need to befriend uh, Addison Ray and, like, walk around New York City with her in paparazzi photos to, like, keep your fame level alive, I'm, like, side-eyeing you. That's ridiculous at this point. And yes, I'm talking about Kourtney Kardashian. It's ridiculous. Lindsay holding Lindsay on the phone in the Duncan line talking to someone. And she goes, if you need a five second cameo from Charlie D'Amelio to sell your music, I'm like groan. And then she covers the receiver, looks at the cashier and goes, I'll have one large Charlie, please. And then back on the phone. Anyway, groan. I'm just saying you're at this point, you're even taking the star off their native platform in which everyone cares about them and putting them on a platform which less people care about them. I would just say it's bad strategy, right? I'm not Shiraz Hassan, so I don't really know anything about marketing. <laughs> I know, it's true. So I, know I need the celebrity you. masterclass that costs like five hundred dollars for like You have a game for me. Yeah. Speaking of two people who have taken the celebrity masterclass and who I literally maybe because there's no news, but these women are in headlines now more than ever. It's Megan Barton Hansen and Megan Blake Irwin. The problem is we cannot tell them apart. We cannot. And it's making it really difficult because we only have so many celebrities who are in the news a lot right now with fun stuff. These are two of them and I cannot tell them apart. So what I did in order to like research this for myself is I made Bobby a quiz that's called Barton Hansen or Blake Irwin, where Bobby has to guess whether this headline belongs to Megan Barton Hansen and Megan Blake Irwin. Okay. Don't forget one of them's Megan. One of them's Megan. Which one's Megan? Megan Blake Irwin. Megan Barton Hansen. Mm-hmm. It's Megan Barton Hansen and Megan Blake Irwin, mm-hmm. but they're spelled the same. The Megans are spelled the same. What's the difference between what's the difference between them? No, I'm not telling you. That's part of the game. You can't I can't that's that would spoil oh, the game. God. Okay. Barton Hansen or Blake Irwin. Okay. 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 
She sizzled in a blue bikini as she vows never to date a man again and claims she will marry a woman. Oh, Barton Hanson. That's correct. She feared Charlie Blake's hamster was ill-treated and living in squalor before she drunkenly stole the pet. Barton Hanson. That's correct. I'm doing the Meryl Streep, like, cupping my mouth. Barton Hanson. She was spotted getting cozy with Gigi Hadid's brother Anwar at David Jones' collection launch after party. Blake Irwin. That's correct. She made X-rated OnlyFans top 10 celebrity rich list, but says she needs to up my game to beat Black China and Bella Thorne. Barton Hanson? That's correct. She admitted to accidentally cutting off own eyelashes with nail scissors, but is using this nine-pound product to fix it. Oh, God. This could be anyone. I thought I knew all of them before. Blake Irwin. No, that's Barton Hanson. The clue was that it's pounds, and Damn Blake it. and Barton Hanson is British. Blake Irwin is Australian, Oh, I think. pounds! Yeah. I actually just... I thought I thought it was weight for a second, and I'm an idiot. Okay. <laughs> she, <laughs> don't get that started again, please. We already did that bit. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. She hit back at claims her pout is not natural, insisting she wouldn't change the face her beautiful parents made. Barton Hanson. No, that's Blake Irwin. Fuck. She confirmed she is completely in love with film producer and heir to a $2 billion sugar fortune, David Mimron. Blake Irwin. (laughs) Yes, correct. (laughs) That is Blake Irwin. She gushed about her home saying, quote, there's no place like the Australian outback after rumored split from billionaire beau David Mimron. (laughs) Blake Irwin. That's correct. She shared a laugh with a pal after her ex-fiance takes to social media to sell her engagement ring and accuse her of cheating on him. Oh, Blake Irwin. (laughs) That's correct. Blake Irwin. We didn't even talk about that. I know. (laughs) The thing about how Skeet Ulrich was like, because they were engaged and they posted all those photos and then suddenly she was with someone else and someone commented like, Skeet, what happened to Blake Irwin? And he was like, she's a prostitute. Yeah, it was, was like, dark. What? That was dark. It was fucked up. I okay, know. go on. She fawned over her hamster Johnny a year after kidnapping ex-Charlie Blake's pet. Hansen. Barton <laughs> Hanson. Barton Hanson. Barton Hanson. She went makeup free and revealed her slender frame in skin tight leggings as she continues her not so glamorous smoking habit. Blake Irwin. That's correct. And finally, she looked busty as she goes braless in a cream vest with leather trousers for a night out. Oh, Barton Hanson. That's correct. You did so well. I think I got an A. I think you got an A plus. Maybe not a plus, but you got most of them correct. Now, do you know the difference between them? Can you explain the difference between them? Yes. Megan Blake Irwin is the young model who's constantly dating older men and making press making headlines simply because she's dating older men and then Mike and Barton Hansen is a reality star mm-hmm. uh, who was on La La Love Island whose most famous bit of press was about a hamster <laughs> a hamster she's a bisexual legend running away a hamster getting lost stealing she stole a hamster from her ex Okay. The mo- I mean, just like, that's the word. That's the trigger word. The mo- yeah. You're hamster. You're like, Barton uh, Hanson. Barton Hanson is a hamster. Hanson sounds like Hansen, hamster. hamster. Irwin, yeah, not Bindi Irwin, not bi- not Bindi Irwin's sexy cousin, Megan Blake Irwin. Okay. We are done with this. Time for Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bob. 
what's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? This is very classic Rita behavior this week. Um, <laughs> apart from Rita Ora and Martin Garrix and more to be part of a new di immersive digital music experience, <laughs> everything else is just typical Rita, which is Rita sets pulses racing as she poses seductively in just a t-shirt and boots and sizzling new snaps. Rita Ora cuts a low-key figure as she wraps up warm in a oversized long gray coat and black sports cap, dot, 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 after sparking engagement rumors. <gasps> Rita Ora puts on a daring display and plunging gray blazer for sultry new snaps, dot, 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 after sparking engagement rumors. <laughs> Rita Ora Wait. sends temperature soaring as she showcases her curves in a tiny black corset and lingerie for a new Wait, you're culture. telling me that Rita both set bolses raising and she sends temperature soaring? That's, Those are COVID symptoms. That's dangerous. <laughs> I was going to say. That's if something, if somebody or something is sending your pulse raising and the temperature soaring, you got to get out of there quick me like to all of my friends who have had COVID and they're like my heart rate's crazy I'm like mm, sweetie are you sure it's COVID long haul symptoms or are you just looking at Rita Ora putting on a daring display and plunging gray blazer for a sultry new snap just like being the rudest to everyone I know who's had COVID and their hearts are destroyed like I don't even mean to make a joke about no, that I'm but sorry like, I'm oh laughing but God. I just can you imagine Rita Ora's in the room and you can't tell whether your temperature's up because it's an issue or you're just looking at Rita Ora and she's sending your temperature soaring I don't think we should well, be I'm using these the words mirror hasn't in this time, we should not be saying that Rita Ora sends temperature soaring. We should just saying Rita Ora, like, looks good. You know, we should really be keeping it simple. No side effect of seeing Rita Ora should match a side effect of being sick with a, uh, a novel virus. Not okay? at all. Not at all. Not in this That's time. That's me to every headline writer. Yeah. No. Seriously. Right now, what she should be doing is, like, dazzling us. She should be showing off slim pins. She doesn't need to be doing anything to our, like, like there should be no physiological symptoms yeah. of seeing Rita Ora right. right now. You said she's also part of a new immersive digital music experience. Rita Ora is the number she one person where if some, like, random entrepreneur is like, uh, Rita, we have this, like, new digital music. You want? Can you be part of it? She'd be like, yeah. It's virtual? Sure. Yeah. I wear right. a headset? Okay. <laughs> this is, just listen to how, listen to how um, uh, vague this is. I just love like uh, startup-y shit like this. This says, uh, a sanctuary for entertainment seekers to explore an array of musical genres. Hideout, H-Y-D-E, digital empire will unlock endless possibilities as it steps into a global sphere set to not just become the regions, but the world's leading music Arcadia. Social interaction features such as games, chat rooms, and avatar customization will allow users to perceive themselves in alternate ways in imagined worlds while discovering and connecting with their favorite artists. So it's like you'll be walking, it's sort of like Roblox, but for adults, I guess, like wandering around like a beautiful, uh, it, they look like trapper keepers. Like this, the visuals look like, spacey sci-fi trapper keepers while while physical meets may not be possible given the current situation hideouts chat rooms will encapsulate the joy of meeting new people as fellow music lovers and fans are encouraged to use a safe space that will allow them to make new friends from every corner of the globe that could mean anything like rita saw that and was like okay i'll put my name on it right yeah okay when is this gonna launch <laughs> Jack me into a Rita Ora concert. Launch? Okay. Uh, Matrix 4 and Rita Ora concert are coming out the same day. That's actually part of the, you know, she's in Matrix 4, but it's a Rita Ora concert. Okay. She's in Matrix 4. Okay, let's go. Join waiting list. Done. Are you joining? Okay, great. Okay, great. Okay, great. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. I, uh, I, I yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> call in at 619 Who Them. What if can you have I say? But I appreciate it. What can I say? But I appreciate it. Um... 
very strange energy today. Uh, keep calling in, leave us questions, comments, and concerns. Support us on patreon.com slash weekly for twice weekly bonus episodes. Always a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, we'll see you Friday with another episode of Who's There. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. You, Adrena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to know.